Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. As it's always been said on this show, and we'll probably continue to say it till the end of time. Didn't even start on this show, to be honest with you. Really started on an entirely different show that uh, needs to make a comeback. Kid, I'm looking at you. Anyway, uh, are we doing it live? I think we're doing it live. Let's do it live. <laughs> it's your boy, Pat. Would, you, would you come back and do that show? Oh, oh, absolutely. Come on now. That was great content. We're doing it next week. <laughs> That's, that's how that's how spontaneous things happen on this show. It's just like, oh, should we do that? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's do it. Let's do um, it. it is your boy, as always, Pat the Designer, back at it again, joined by the Brody Bro, Patty Casanova. Y'all know him as the man P Kid. Kid, how you feeling today, my boy? Man, we running it back. Yeah, I love hey. it. I'm, lo- I'm in love with, with everything we got going on right now. It's a good so it's it's like it feels weird. It's not nothing has really happened, but it feels good to kind of root for some good Chicago, kind of good Chicago teams right now. <laughs> you know, gotta throw the kind in there. You, you know, know what I'm saying? It is it is a weird thing. Uh, why don't you give them the rundown of what we're gonna be talking about today, my boy? Man, listen, it's a couple things. As always. Uh, for one, shout out to the Breeze Nation, all those who tuned in with us. Listen, we're going to jump right into a couple of things that's already hit the net. going to talk about A-Rob, see what's going on with him. Talk about how they franchise tag my mans, uh, just to really just pay him $120, $20,000 less. Anyway, uh, we'll also talk about <laughs> uh, Russ uh, and how much is too much for your boy Russ. Uh Clearly, we we know we need a QB, so we're going to be diving into that. And as always, we are a Bulls. You know, we we see Red Nation, so we're gonna see we're gonna sit there and jump into uh, a nice matchup, Bulls versus Philly, uh, which is going to be our game of the week. So I'm looking I'm looking forward to that as well. And so, uh, and man, listen, let's let's go ahead and uh, let's touch up on this uh, this A Rob deal, man. What you feel hey, about? It? How hey, you hey, feel hey, about hey, it? What's, hey, I felt like it was expected. That matchup might not be as nice uh, as far as the Bulls. It might not be as nice anymore with the news that Embiid and uh, and Simmons are out. But it was it was going to be shaping up to be a real nice matchup. <laughs> Do we need to change the game of the week? Because I know we got there's another. Uh, they actually got a tough. Uh, that's not that's not our game of the week. I definitely tweaked when I sent that message. I just realized I said that um, okay. our game of the week is definitely going to be Miami. Our game of the week okay, is definitely right. going to be Miami. So, <laughs> no, the knows I didn't do it, but okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, look, 110% on me. I'll hold that one. Um, Yo, but, yeah, man, John let's, let's jump good. into this. SPM. Listen, A Rob got the money. We got John John in the chat. We got SPM in the chat. What's going on, family? Hey, if y'all in here, man, by the way, well, we, we got we to gotta make sure we're doing that as well. Make sure y'all like the video. Make sure y'all subscribe to the page because we do talk Chicago sports. Weekly. Weekly. I can't we hear anything. So make sure that you hit that bell. The only reason I did that weekly right there, kid, is because they yell at me when I don't now. So uh, apparently AD has sparked something off that we got to keep around. But um, kid, what would you think of the A-Rob deal? Do you think that that's something that uh, 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 is going to benefit the Bears in the long run? Let's jump into that. Well, one, I know it benefits us because we need uh, – 
in our pursuit of a QB, we actually need to have someone to throw to. And so, right. um, you know, whether we land a Russ or, or Deshaun and, you know, you know, bet the farm on that, even if we have to stick with the Nick Foles potentially, or even, uh, you know, another, you know, bridge QB, they have to have targets. You know, a, a, a decent, a, a middle of the road QB with decent targets can make the playoffs. Right. We've seen it happen. Mitch made the playoffs, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he real with you. His only target really was Allen Robinson. So Yo, Mitch made the playoffs. And, and in my opinion, uh, Nagy didn't even really use his targets correctly because I still feel like we had some really good uh, t- uh, tight ends that we didn't even use, uh, as in Cole Komet. I mean, he, I mean, he, what was the statistic? I'm, Bottom line, the, the boy was balling. He caught like 60 or more than 60% of his targets uh, when thrown to. So, I mean, it's like, hey, listen, give that man the ball. But anyway, that's a whole nother sure. uh, story right there. But th- that just goes to show you that if you have some good receivers out there, you have some people who can get open, stuff like that, you know, it gives your QB a fighting chance, especially when we're also trying to, uh, and for some odd reason, they, we keep getting praised for it. Uh, our O-line is still kind of developing. It's coming along. So you need to have some people – Hey, listen, when people kept saying, yo, he likes the O-line, I was like, what O-line? Is is that the narrative that we're going with just because Russell Wilson said that's what we're going with? Bro, I I was – it blew me. I was like, he likes the (laughs) O-line. I was like, what (laughs) O-line? Improving. Improving O-line. I was like, hey, listen, if he wants to be all positive and, you know – you know, speaking into existence, I'm all for it, Russ. If you, it's going to get you here, yeah, I like that O line too, despite right. the fact that it's worse than yours. But okay, this, right. I like it. Too. Absolutely. Yeah. But no, I, I like the fact that they did it. Uh, the fact that they kept him also, you know, allows us to be in contention with any other potential QB that's on a move. You know, the QB uh, situation has shaken up across the league. Uh, in a lot of different ways, in a really, really weird way. So, I mean, you got to have some people to talk uh, to, to to throw to. So, I, I love it. I love it. I think. I think to me. I think to me that the the biggest thing with uh, uh, a Rob being re-signed here is that if nothing else, it gives you the flexibility to make a lot of different moves for your future, which is scary to me because it's a future that. Should Ryan Pace be here? Should Matt Nagy be here? All right. Uh, is this the future path that we want to go down? That That's yet to be seen, but it's all going to be based on, I'll tell you, this is going to be based on the fact, can they get the quarterback position fixed? And so, like you said, you have a Rob to throw to, but if you're not able to get that position fixed this year, or you feel like we've got some nice pieces on this team already that can uh, uh, get the ball thrown to them, that can be an option in this um in this league, in Darnell Mooney, in Cole Komet, in I mean, we can still throw Anthony Miller in there, I guess. Um, <laughs> he didn't he didn't show me nearly enough last year for me to be excited about him. But it, it's one of those things that to me, okay, this these are the moves that we're making. If anything else, worst case scenario, you trade a Rob included in a package that gets you a higher pick that maybe you can go get your franchise guy. Yeah. And that's really kind of what it comes down to to me. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It, it's listen, the we are in an interesting scenario because we need to have we need to keep as many pieces as possible. And if we're going to make a move for a, a franchise QB, we need to be able to have as many attractive pieces to trade for that franchise QB. Right. So, you know, 
you know, bringing him along, I know that the franchise tag is something that we can actually uh, we can actually move. Uh, so I've heard. And uh, hey, listen, it might be something they can do it now. Will it potentially get Russ? That's a tricky scenario because I keep looking at that cap over there and the cap hit that they take. I, how they work that out? Listen, that's why they got smarter people than us behind yeah. the, the, the hem of that because I really would love to see how they work out that cap space. Because uh, other than that, I have there's no way he gets here. I think I think to me the interesting thing and, and kind of getting into our question too is what are you willing to take on? What L's? Essentially, it's all L's for the Bears, except for the fact that you might be able to get Russell Wilson in here, right? So what L's are you willing to take on? What L's are you willing to get hit with that, okay, what are you, what is too much to give up for Russell Wilson? What what is it at the at the end of the day at the at the bottom line when you look at the trade value when you look at what this team is running out there with what is too much to give up for Russell Wilson because or is there for for you guys in the chat is there uh, uh, um, too much to give up for Wilson is there too much to give up for Wilson because to me I I think that. Um, Oh, 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 wait, wait, wait! You can't ask that question without putting out your proposed trade package, which I immediately shot down. You got, you got proposed. Uh, to me, it, it's more of a, a or, or it's more of a statement of probably what they're going to ask for. It, it's not, it's not what I'm hoping for, but it's probably what we're going to see. You gotta, let, you gotta let the nation know. So I said, I said. Uh, let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Hold on. Hold on. Give me a second. We're doing it live yeah, it to them like you told it to me because I was like, heck no. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let me see if I can find it here in the chat. Here it is. So essentially, this is what I figure the Bears are going to have to give up. And this is just me saying, okay. They're going to try and get help on both sides of the ball. They're going to maximize what they can get for Russell Wilson. You you already know that they're not going to just go out there and give you, a, oh, here it is. That's a nice deal you gave us there, all right? Um, the Bears get Russ. That's it. The Bears get Russ. That's it. Seattle asks for Khalil Mack, Cody Whitehair, because they're going to need help on both sides of the ball. Your 2021 first-round pick, 2021 second-round pick, 2022 first-round pick, 2022 third-round pick, and your 2023 first. Heck no. Now, look. I'm going to give up my defense and my entire future? But here's the thing. You have to, here's the thing. You have, to real, you have to ask yourself, what are you willing to give up money for? What are you willing to give up money for? Because Khalil Mack's a big chunk. Uh, now he's a big factor on your defense, but he's a big chunk of your salary cap. So if Khalil Mack is a big chunk of your salary cap, when you're sitting there looking at, okay, who can I give up? What move should I make? Who should I get out of here? You want to get rid of your big money players, a Khalil Mack, a Eddie Jackson. You want to try and hold on to your younger guys that are still on their rookie rookie contracts. You want to hold on to a Roquan Smith. You want to hold on to a Jalen Johnson. And so when you when you're talking about What's too much to go get? Yeah, you're giving up Khalil Mack. That seems huge. The pick, I think, is, is the the picks to me isn't the problem with anybody. I think at this point everybody's just like, yo, draft picks is draft picks. Ryan Pace ain't hit a first rounder yet. Go get a franchise quarterback because clearly you're not gonna find one. I, I think at this point, kind of everybody, even with Deshaun, is just like, you gotta give up five first rounders for him. Ugh, that's a lot. Go get him. 
Go get them. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it seems, it seems, but to me, you have to, if you're going to do anything in this trade, clear up your own cap space, clear up your own cap money, and then see if you can get somebody else in there to make that happen for you on the offensive end because we've invested so much into this defense. And you haven't invested that same amount of money, that same amount of want to, that same amount of need into your offense. And you're wondering why you're sitting here. Now, the loss of Cody Whitehair to me, it's a big loss, but you know they're going to ask for a lineman back. I would rather see Cody Whitehair go than James Daniel. You know what? I, I Listen, I hear you. I wouldn't give that much for Russ because I, I just, I'm going to be honest with you, I wouldn't. Um, at this rate, I, we see what Tom Brady's doing, but Tom, let's be honest, that's the anomaly. I, I really don't think you're going to see Is a it whole though? lot. Is it, though? Hey, look at Big Ben. Big Ben, younger. But I think I think more so along the lines of just athletes that have been able to take care of their body. I mean, listen, if anything with Russ, if you're going to make that point, which, which it, listen, not a bad point to make. Not not saying it's not a valid point. Baki in the lie was good, my boy. Not saying it's not a valid point. It's definitely a lot, but. If you're going to make that point, you more so have to look at the fact that you're giving it up for a guy that's been sacked a ton in his career. And is it too much to give up for somebody that potentially could, their body could break down? But even with how much Russ was hit last season, he still broke Seattle's touchdown record. He still threw for a crazy amount of yards. DK Metcalf ends up breaking the receiving record. So, I mean, he's a guy that definitely puts you in a position you want to be in. This is not to take away from what he's done. Because yeah. Russ, to me, is a stud. I, yeah. I've, I've liked this game. I think he gets more hate just because of his personal life than what he does on the field. Because on the field and in between those lines, on the gridiron, that dude is a monster. I don't care what nobody says, right? So right. the whole Sierra thing, he gets a lot of flack for that and that whole future thing. He gets way we, – we hate him for a whole different reason than his ability on the, on the actual field. Um, and with that being said, listen, Deshaun Watson is, in my opinion, just as good and seven years younger. But here's here's the difference to me. Here's the difference to Seven me. Seven years younger, faster. Well, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. My favorite part about this: we're having a conversation about guys that literally have not been put on the trade block. But absolutely, <laughs> I know, right? I look, I look, I look. I keep saying that to myself. I'm like, I'm like, yo, we we are having serious, deep conversations. I, we getting Photoshop pictures of guys in Bears jerseys that have yet to be put on the block. <laughs> now, for, for Seattle's purpose, um, no, he's good as gone. But, Carol, but, that whole, but the whole way he's good as gone. Now, Texans, Texans yeah. is willing to play hardball. And you know what? From the organizational standpoint, I kind of dig what they said. It's like, yeah, we ain't answering the phone. Like, like yeah. I kind of dig that from a, like, uh, like, obviously, I hate it for the player. But, you know, it's just kind of cool. That it was like, yeah, you could call, but don't expect to get answered. Like, I respect, <laughs> but, I respect that so much. <laughs> yeah, I do. I really do. But Seattle is, they're playing ball. They're fielding those calls. And so if they're going to field those calls and Russ is out there saying he's unhappy and he and Pete Carroll don't see eye to eye and Pete is now actually the man in that organization, been doing some deep diving in there, and they, they it's not rubbing him the right way, Pete Carroll's going to do what Pete Carroll wants to do. And so he's in his opinion, he made Russ and he's going to move Russ out. That's that's kind of Pete is Pete Carroll taking a Belichickian approach to this. And it's wild that Bill Belichick has won so much. We've made him a what is what would that be? Is that a verb? That's a verb. Hey, yeah, made, whatever it is. Made Belichick <laughs> a verb, essentially. Um, is he is he taking the listen, Russ don't want to be here. He's 32, still a lot of talent in them legs, but he's 32. He's 32. I, I gotta Let's get him out of here. Let's get a haul back. 
I got to address this one time. Listen, sure. listen, YBS, check this out. We weren't going to pay Dak that money. Dak wasn't worth that money. Dallas overpaid that man so much, but guess what? You go ahead and ride that out to your 8-8 eight and eight season because that's exactly what you about to do. Anyway, back to what we was talking about. <laughs> I just have to get real petty on that one because I don't know why you kept mentioning it. Like, bruh, I'm trying to, eight, out, eight, I'm trying to figure out if he just – like, like, is he trying to flex on us because he got that? Now, listen, listen, I'm not going to sit here and say that I, I don't fully believe the Bears would have paid Dak whatever money he wanted because they Dak – paid him was, 60 over four. But, but but look, Dak looked like a franchise quarterback at the end of the day. Whether he is or whether he's not, Dak looks like a franchise quarterback when he goes out there. When he goes out there, he put up a lot of yards. He hit people in their hands. Now down the stretches, he going. I mean, we'll see. You know what I'm saying? But I I ain't even I ain't even forty one million dollars a year. Hey look, hey look, I ain't even mentioning Dak today because Dak ain't going nowhere. He down there in Dallas. Why I knew he wasn't gonna leave. Hey look, hey look, fam, fam. We all knew he wasn't going to leave. I'm sitting here arguing with us. I'm like, he's not leaving. Bro, he'd be crazy not to take that. He, why? Why? Jerry Jones, my hand doesn't get cramps right checks. That's <laughs> my favorite <laughs> lie, bro. Uh, Matty Matt the lie was good, my boy. No, but to me, to me, when you're, when you're talking about, uh, uh, um, going out and getting one of these quarterbacks. Now, you said Deshaun Watson. You said uh, seven years younger. Here's the difference in what you're paying for. How many? Let's let's be real. Let's let's be. How many above average quarterbacks are there that are young that we saw in the playoffs this season? I'm thinking Josh Allen. Thinking we we we. I don't know where you stand on Lamar. I'd say Lamar is pretty above average. I like Lamar. I think he's pretty above average. I would say. Um, for all Lamar brings to the table, yeah. But if you yeah, say, I'd say, I'd say he's above Pat, average. Yeah. Talking Pat Mahomes, we're talking. Uh, who else? We got Breeze was in there, man. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, you said te- young. Technically, Breeze ain't young by long shot. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> technically, uh, 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 well, what are we counting Tannehill as? Tannehill's 32, the same age as Russell. Okay, yeah, you know what I'm saying. And, and so to me, it's it's, but the difference with that is. He's seven years younger, but does that mean he's a Super Bowl quarterback? Dog, Which is listen. the difference. You're whoa, paying whoa, whoa, for whoa. you're paying for Russell Wilson coming in and already whoa. having that Super Bowl pedigree and trying I mean, to get your team to that next level. What you got for me? Really back, dog. Come on, listen, listen, listen. Did you look at the stats my man did? First of all, who is Deshaun Watson's target? Um, a bag of balls and a donut. Okay. A bag of balls and a donut for some odd reason got him 33 touchdowns and nearly 5,000 yards. Absolutely. Right, Absolutely. Listen, a bag of balls and a donut. And I'm not, I, I, don't want to, I don't want y'all to think I'm dissing Will Fuller, but Will Fuller got hurt. So that, that's Who why I said Russ's a bag target? of balls and a donut. Russ's target has the highlight of the year. Hawking yeah, yeah. down Stephen, another Stephen came at me. Stephen came at me. He was like, hold on. He got the highlight of the year because Tyreek Hill dropped the ball in the Super Bowl, dog. Come on now. Hey, look, Pat Mahomes still technically got the highlight of the year, and it was a drop pass. Oh, okay. I give you that. <laughs> I give you that. Hey, and I put DK above uh, 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 Deshaun's play. Oh, listen. DK is, is a monster. All I'm saying is this. When you can throw to DK Metcalf, 
Yeah, but, you should have 4,000 yards. All I'm saying is that dude looks like a monster amongst which, men. Which is still to me. Is anybody else confused on why he wants out? Like, did somebody, did somebody try to smash Sierra on the team? That's really no, the it, question we need to ask. Did somebody was, at some point yeah. try to knock down Sierra on the team? Because you want to come – I mean, honestly, all that's left is Vegas in here off of, off of his four teams which yeah. I think that list will expand seeing that now Breeze is possibly, probably coming back and uh, Dak got re-signed, right? So I, I look at this and I'm like, all right, so you want to leave DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, um, a defense that was moving in the right direction with some big names on it. You now have a very, very, who's supposed to be touted as the best offensive mind now as your offensive coordinator. Um and you got Pete Carroll that at any moment in, in the room could just whip his shirt off and just start flexing on you. Like, I, <laughs> like I, I'm confused. And you want to come to Matt Nagy. Let's stop there. <laughs> I could have kept going. You want to come to Matt Nagy? <laughs> you know what? I think the only thing about it is the, uh, the same thing with, you know, obviously not to the same degree, but from – Hearing about it, different reports, other 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 platforms. Let's be honest, you know, other insiders who give us the scoops and stuff like that. Uh, it was just the lack of respect he got in the locker room, and when it came to his coaches, which is wild to me. Yeah, like, yeah. to hear about all of that, and and you know, it, it's just really weird. Uh, and then if someone brought in the chat, just wanted to go to a big market, and you know what? As despite our record, despite you know our our history, Chicago is still one of the destinations that you will want to make a name in. If you can make a name in Chicago, you have made it, you know? Yeah. And so it's really and, hard. And, to make and if you come here, he's no, no disrespect. All praise. He's God. Oh, if, yeah. he, if he comes here without playing a game, he's God. He's the man. He's the man. <laughs> he touches down O'Hare midway. Doesn't matter where it is. Guess what? It's There's a city. holy light coming in over the plane. <laughs> I think and, and the interesting thing is if you're the star QB of a football team in a big market, no matter what else is going on, unless you're, you know, in L.A. or, you know, playing against a great basketball, competing against a great basketball team with an all-star grade on it, that's your city. Think about it. Let's that's see. your city. If hey, you look, really hey, think look. about it, and when you think of certain these big, some of these big markets, you think of two people, the star QB. Mm-hmm. And the star guard or whoever it is on that NBA team, you don't really think about nothing else. Yeah, i i would I would go I would go as far to say, and and correct me if you think I'm wrong. Even when the Bulls were at their best, we heard about Jay Cutler more. When the Bulls were at their best, when they were a Eastern Conference Finals team competing for a championship every single season, winning the Eastern Conference, best record in the NBA. Every we Monday heard about Monday Jay Monday. Cutler every single year. That's how big yeah. the Chicago Bears are in this city. I have to agree. I mean, obviously, if, if it wasn't for the fact that Derrick Rose was a hometown kid, it wouldn't have hit the same. It wouldn't have even been nearly as big as the Negroes being from Chicago. That's the only reason it was big. He's from the town and stuff like that. But outside of that, no, nah, it was all. And even still, we heard a lot about Jay. 
Yeah. Oh, God. As soon as we hired, as soon as we signed him, I remember they was comparing him to John Elway and said he had a better arm and all that stuff. And dog, dog. Dog, it was wild. When I, when I tell time. you, when I tell you, there were people literally screaming on the radio. Carmen and Yurko, one of my favorite shows. Shout out to Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000. You could hear Yurko throwing papers in the air, screaming, Oh, my God, the Bears got a franchise quarterback. We got Jay Cutler. I can't believe. Fam. He was God before he got here. Now he turned into smoking Jay at some point when he got here. But mm-hmm. you know, when you sit there and watch him game in and game out, you're like, oh, okay. Well, let's let's bring it back a little bit. Let's bring it back. Hey, hey listen, if it wasn't for the last couple se- the last couple seasons where it looked like he quit, I mean a lot of Chicago ones was like, Yeah, he get hits. He he he's getting hit way too much. Oh, and we need to do something about it. Like hey, that's that's all we cared about. Yeah, he's throwing ints, but God, look how many times he's running. <laughs> like, and the, the NFL wasn't a mobile NFL at the time. I think that absolutely plays into what Russ Russ wanted to leave. I mean, but it's the NFL to me. Like, I think if you're good, like, think about that, bro. What else goes on? Where is New England? <laughs> it's on the East Coast. That's all Boston. you know. It's in Boston. Is it it's up there? <laughs> hey, look, but you weren't confident in that answer. Hey, when you said it, I was like, "Good Lord, where is New England?" <laughs> That's what I'm saying, though. If you're if you're that kind of level, if you're that kind of good, it does not matter where you're at. So to me, the the whole thing of he doesn't feel appreciated, he doesn't feel. I, I would say it's more that than anything. But kind of getting back to what we were talking about, coming here. If he comes here. And y'all let us know in the chat, what's your limit? What's your limit? Because to me, the deal I laid out there, other than Cody Whitehair, Cody Whitehair would be the one that would suck for me the most. Because to me, yes, you're losing Khalil Mack on the other side, but we've seen top 15 defenses make the Super Bowl Mm -hmm. because they had a top 10 offense. Yep. So what's your limit for, for what you would offer for Russell Wilson? More than more than one player outside of Mac, just because I know it works contractually. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm a numbers I'm a numbers fan, so like I, I drill these things down. Like, how the heck could they really make this work yeah. uh, and eliminate the the cap hit and stuff like that? So I'm always big on that because a lot of the stuff as fans that we look at, we're like, oh yeah, let's go get them. It's like you got to make the money work. The money doesn't work, and you don't get creative on the money side. We're just sitting there, really, you know, grass grass straws. This yeah. actually has potential, but it has to include Mac or, or a contract of that. So it has to include that for it yeah. to work. And so for me, Mac in those picks you named would be cool. I would do that. White hair is too much for you. And the reason I say that is because, um, one, we all agree that if we're going to have Ryan Pace, Ryan Pace ain't really did well outside of the – has done well the outside of every round but the first. <laughs> So yeah, he he's got a uh, does Ryan Pace. Who's a second round hit for Pace? A second round hit. He has a couple second rounders. He has a couple third rounders, but he okay. has very few to no uh, first rounders that he hit with. Right, so at right, this right. Point, it's like, hey, listen, I'm not gonna. I'm allow you to do what you do best. Pick in the later rounds, buddy. <laughs> I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get Roquan you. Roquan was the first, right? Roquan was the first. Um, that's it. He picked but, all I know because he, he gave picked, away so many of them for Mitch. Yeah, he picked he picked some uh, some good. He picked two Pro Bowlers outside of the first round. That's all I know. That's all sure. I remember. Yeah, absolutely, from the list. absolutely. Yeah, right. I, I don't it's, I don't take away I don't take away from his late round work. But I, I'm I'm just thinking yeah. first round wise. 
I mean, I think I I want to say Roquan. I know Roquan's a first, but I don't I don't think he's had another hit outside of that. And and picks right now are so up in the air anyway, right? And so you got to think about it. Our twentieth pick is so late. The best star QBs are going to be gone by then, for the most part. Um, yeah, that's 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 about it. So at this point, I'm okay with with with. Was Fuller him? I don't think Fuller is him, finisher. I don't think Fuller is him. I don't think Fuller is him. I think Fuller was a uh, was a uh, uh, oh lord, I can't. Phil Emery pick. I believe. I believe Kyle Fuller was a Phil Emery pick. Somebody fact check us on that. But um, but yeah, to continue your point, my boy. I'm sorry. Yeah. So like with that being said, I, I'm good with the first rounders. I'm even good with the second round in one of those years, just because I know it's necessary. But yeah. I'm not trying to deplete more assets than necessary of what I already have because essentially whatever he's found attractive, if we trade that away, we're no longer the same team. And for the most part, our defense for a good portion of you know Matt Nagy's you know tenure has kept us in these games. I mean, when we went twelve and four, it was really because of our defense. I think I think the interesting thing to me, and we're not really to switch gears, kind of keeping on that. It, it, the question comes down to. What is the most important piece that the Bears need moving forward? You know what I'm saying? Because we can think mm-hmm. this year. Let, let's be let's be real. We're talking about this season. We're talking about trying to be competitive this year, this season, right now. That's what we're talking about. By the way, if you in here like the video, subscribe to the page. We talk Chicago sports. I, I, we got to switch it up. It, yelling daily just don't sound right to me. But we really talk Chicago sports daily. So y'all tune in with us. <laughs> yeah, weekly just sound better. Yeah, fourteen was Emory. Fourteen was Emory. Okay, okay. Appreciate yeah. that. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Uh, 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 to me, it's about what do the Chicago Bears really need. So, is the quarterback position the most important position that you need? Absolutely. But if you can't protect said quarterback, are we right back in the quarterback hell that we've been in since? <sighs> when were the Chicago Bears founded? <laughs> like honestly. Like, honestly, are we right back in the the quarterback hell that we've been in? If we're not able – now, now with Russ, it looks different. And that, think about the quarterbacks we're talking about, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, two guys that had career years with mm-hmm. terribleness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's really why we talk about them, really why we kind of uh, put them in this. But they're also – remember this, Barry? fans not on the trade block right i've never seen a football team say i don't answer numbers i don't know (laughs) the houston texas literally i don't answer numbers i don't know dog you know what i'm saying what what whether the qb is our is the position we have to go out there because one we know uh mitch ain't coming back uh if at this point, the hate that he's got, you know, he wouldn't come back and the reports are he wouldn't resign, right? Yeah. And so there's yeah. just as many reports that say that as it said as there are that says he would. Uh, Nick Foles at this point, I don't know really what's going on with that situation. I know he's there, but the, I don't I don't believe that, you know, they're going to ride with that. And I don't think the fans would be happy with that. And I think right now Ryan Pace and and Matt are under the gun. And they say, hey, we, we not only have to save our jobs, we have to make sure we secure the fan base as well because we're definitely losing – on both edges right there. So yeah. I think they, regardless, they have to make a move at the QB spot. They It may not be the move they want to make, 
we may be forced to take a lower tier QB than the ones that we have, you know, supposedly thrown out. I think that's the situation we're heading towards. Hey, I think so too, to be honest with you. And and realistically, some of the QBs that I would have, you know, settled for, some of them are going to get snagged up in the next week. Uh, some reports have what some of them might retire. I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick, I know everyone doesn't like Fitz magic, but I like Fitz magic. He's, he's playing a retirement potentially. You know, you know where we ending with, I already said his name on the show. Oh no. Come on now. No, that no. man's nickname is the jock strap King. No, no, <laughs> no, no. You already know. No, but, but be honest, be honest with me. Be honest with me. Be honest with me. If you're gonna take a flyer on a guy, because we keep hearing the Bears attached to Sam Darnold, we keep hearing the Bears attached to uh, uh, um, who was the other guy? It, 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 we heard Fitzy a little bit, not really. Fitzy said he getting up out of here. Um, oh, we heard Alex Smith. we heard Alex, Alex Smith. Smith. We heard Alex Smith heavy. Alex Smith heavy, right? If you're gonna take a flyer, where would you want your flyer to be taken? To me, now I know, I know. Look, I watched the tape from last year, bad. But but also, I watched two teams legitimately tank, which is something I don't think I've ever seen in the NFL. I watched a coach literally call plays that he knew were going to fail, that he knew was going to fail. I've never seen that either. I've never seen it. Last year was the first year. Let let me let us know in the chat. Last year was the first year I've ever seen in my life a a team legitimately think like it was an NBA team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen that. We saw uh, uh, the Jets call a cover zero. And, and kid, I, I I know you you just now delving into the football. Cover I'm zero learning. is essentially cover zero is essentially um oh it, it was a it was a uh uh. I know it was a blitz. I don't remember the blitz package they used, but I know that it was a cover zero. Cover zero essentially means no safety help up top. It's your quarterbacks one-on-one. The Jets was like, hey, yo, we about to win this game. That's not going to work for us. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that in my in my life in the NFL. Teams just go out there and they literally, legitimately try to win. I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to be honest. I, I'm surprised the linebacker didn't go out there and be like, absolutely not. Y'all play back. Don't listen to oh, this. Wow. Y'all play. I'm legit. Legit. Cause we see that. We see that in football all the time, but because the players don't want to lose, the players just don't want to lose. But to me, when you, when you look at the pieces that are out there, what's really going to help this team improve. Is it a quarterback this season or is it continuing to build up your team, build up your line, build up your offense, and then going to find a quarterback in the draft? Your thoughts? The locker room has been lost at the QB position. And if your QB doesn't care, your team isn't going to develop. We saw that. We've been through that. Don't care, though? We oftentimes have these conversations omitting the fact that they're human. You know? Like these, these, these are people who see their names in the trade, uh, trade talk, see how their, their organization is handling things, knowing that their organization is actively trying to make different moves. I right. mean, you got to think about it. Look at how Carolina's, what Carolina's doing, how that's affecting Terry Bridgewater. You heard reports that he's not, he's not trying to stick around or for Teddy that. Bridgewater. Say what? I said, or Teddy Bridgewater. I said, Te- I said, Teddy. 
Oh, Teddy I thought you said Terry Bridgewater. I heard Terry. No, oh, listen, if I did, my fault. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but like, listen, like they're making legitimate moves to ch- to go after, you know, Watson and stuff like that, as they should if they have the mm-hmm. opportunity to. Because, I mean, yeah. they really do have the best packages to put together for him, in my opinion. But how does that affect them? You already see how those grumblings work. Uh, you already saw how that's working, you know, at other organizations. Do you think it's not going to affect us? Like, listen, Mitch ain't coming back. And Mitch is not going to do that. So listen, you 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 have to have you have to have security at that position, and we really don't. We've destroyed that because we've we've made. Well, listen, not we. Ryan made some mistakes. Yeah. Ryan made some mistakes. Let's be honest. Ryan made some mistakes, and then he he drafted Mitch. Mitch didn't really develop well, and and Matt Nagy didn't do a good job developing him. And at this point, listen, we we're in that position where we're under the gun to get actually get someone either to bridge until we find the next one or we draft. So honestly, the reason they're all in right now for a QB is because we have to be. We don't need to be all in on the defense. We can develop our O line. Yeah. We can. We don't need first rounders to do that. It would be nice. It would yeah. be great. I, mm, it would be would great. Have, I'm not saying. I would have to look at the data. I, I'm gonna be real with you because I don't know what the data is on uh, um, offensive linemen outside of the first round. That's kind of a premier position where it's almost like a quarterback like if you think about the quarterback position if you have any sort of talent at the quarterback position the mm-hmm. uh, uh um not baker who who was before baker he just threw a touchdown to josh smith in a league that's essentially just like we drink beer at halftime um johnny manzel i could have watched johnny in college and told you that he's not an nfl quarterback it would have thoroughly surprised me if he ended up being an NFL quarterback. But mm-hmm. because somebody looked at him and said, you know what, he won a lot of games in college, whether it's because of the system or whether it's because of whatever else it is, we need to go after him and take him in the first round. Shout out to Marcus Couch, man. These are the kind of fans I love. That man, that man said, I'm not even a Bears fan. I'm just here to throw a light. <laughs> I appreciate it. Marcus. Hey, we gotta Mike get Marcus. We call one of these Bulls games, man, because Marcus be cracking me up in the in the Bulls uh on the Bulls talk, bro. That man come through wild. Um, now I do have a quick stat. Listen, go ahead, I go ahead. Take that back. Over the last ten drafts, sixty mm-hmm. offensive linemen have been selected in the first round. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and look, and look, I would have to again. I would have to go through the names. Forty guards. Uh, I mean, 40, uh, 40 tackles, 12 guards, and eight centers. Right. I would have to go through the names, but I would bet you, mm, mm, you said I, over yeah, 10 years? Over the last 10 drafts. Hey, I got to take that one back. So that means it's six. It's six. They're the highest taken in the, in the first round in the last but, 10 drafts. But I'll say this. I'll say this. You think 60 over 10 years. So what's that? Six a year? Six a year. There's 32 picks. Six are taken a year. Maybe two pan out. So so that's that's kind of what I'm saying there. Now, again, the later rounds, I don't have the data in front of me. That's that might be something I research just on my own, just to, just to see. But when you think about that moving forward, if you're in those later rounds, there's not gonna be a lot of lock-in talent. 
that's going to be there in the second and the third round. There's going to be those guys that Ryan Pace takes that look. We're sitting here like, who is uh, uh, John J- John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt from uh, Nowheresville State? Who is that? <laughs> but sometimes those guys pan out. Sam Mustafer seems like he's a starting lineman in this NFL to take to take from a, a tweet that uh, was that Jeremy Layton put out talking about um, uh, Eddie Goldman. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, starting. <laughs> but, uh, okay, yeah. All right. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I just pulled up another stat. It's like, uh, go ahead. Okay, I got you. No, it said all rate, all pro rates among the first, uh, first round draft picks is, gave us 27 year sample. Uh, linebacker, 26%. Mm-hmm. At 87 drafted, 23 were all pros. That's just at the linebacker position? Just at the linebacker position. Okay. So so not the offense. Oh, yeah. I got to put my foot in my mouth on that. What I'm going to say is, uh, yeah, I take that back. But anyway. Um. <laughs> but, but again, it comes down to how good is Ryan Pace going to be in the later rounds? How good is Ryan Pace going to be at going to get uh, – uh, um, oh, wow. What did he say? I've been, I haven't been a Bears fan since Grossman. Wow. And he took you to a Super Bowl. Ish. Hey, look, hey, look, hey, look, hey, look. Hey, look. Ish. <laughs> yeah. I think he was either dating or engaged at the time, but she was a teacher of mine. Really? Yes. She was hold a on, teacher hold of on, mine. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You can't hide this story from the pod, my chi. Hold on. No. Hold on. You can't you can't leave this off of the show. Wait a minute. So let's get into this. I can't uh for her sake, I'm not gonna mention her name, but we knew who she was talking about because she couldn't say his name. She was just like, Yeah, the city isn't really feeling him right now. That's exactly how she said it, um, because we found out she was in uh, either dating or engaged. I think she had, she had recently got engaged, yeah, uh, privately, and she was like, "Yeah, no, the city, uh, the city isn't really feeling them right now. It's been a really, really tough what, uh, road for us the last couple weeks since right. the Super Bowl." And I was like, "Since the Super Bowl." I was like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute." I looked her dead in the face. I said, "It isn't." She goes, "This." I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it's like, and all she did was turn away. She just turned around and walked away. And I hey, promise you. I respect like, you as a man because after that Super Bowl, I would have looked her in her face and been like, hey, yo, she marrying Rex. That man. <laughs> to be honest, I don't know if they ever followed through. I don't know if it happened. But I know she was seriously involved with him. And it was yeah. like, because I had seen photos of him before, but I wasn't into football at the time. But once I realized who it was and why everybody's burning the jersey, I was like, yo. And she was just so embarrassed. And when I tell you that she turned the brightest of red, the brightest of red, my boy. I'm like, listen. But shout out to her. I ain't gonna put her out there. I'm not. I'm not. She was no, a cool teacher, though. I, I mean, I mean, listen, if she married to him, look, he's a he's a he's been to as many NFC championships as uh I, actually let me take that back. He's won as many NFC championships as Aaron Rodgers, as Drew Brees, and now let's add Tom Brady in there. So put some respect on Rex's name. Wait, how did you randomly pull up that stat? Like, where did that come from? Um my dad. Uh, is an encyclopedia, and so I just get stuff. <laughs> this is this is how I live my life. I've literally had mugs call me up and be like, "So I really enjoy your show. Um, where'd you go to school for this?" And I'm like, "Home." 
when your dad is pulling up stats about the 1965 Mets team, um, you better figure it out. Because I can, because it's, it's tough to I win. It's, it it's tough to win an argument when you got that when you got that sitting over there. Because I can pull it up. I can tell you this: not her. Oh wow! Oh, so it didn't work out. So now can we not out her. the name? So hopefully, hey, listen. I will say this: maybe, maybe I got it wrong. Hopefully, because then that puts a whole different spin on this right now <laughs> when I look at the dates. But I'm pretty sure he lost he, the Super Bowl and lost his girl. He's still like that already. Dog, it's listen, whatever. I'm not gonna go that route. Anyway, we about to go. Listen, I'm not I have no reason to sit there and make up a Rex Grossman story. All of that you know right now is I know what I know. (laughs) Like I know what I was told by somebody who wouldn't want to lie about that. That's all I'm saying. I'm just all I'm saying. Like, if you were to lie about that, shame on her. Hey, no, please. No. Hey, anyway, moving the heck on. I have That's never looked hilarious. at it. Okay. Anyway. That is on. hilarious. That breaking news. We got to get a hey listen. I got to We are not breaking any news. You didn't I, hear that here. We are not breaking that news. Listen, all I'm trying to say is this. Hey, look, hey, look, hey, look, hey, look. Here's the thing. Breaking news. Rex Grossman did not get a ring that year. Oh, he got a ring. Just year. I guess it was the year before. I don't know what's happening right now. But the date <laughs> I saw versus the date in when all this happened ain't lining up. And all I'm saying is, I ain't in that story. All right, listen, <laughs> this didn't happen here. We're gonna move on. And so, yes, that yeah, you go, Marcus. Full guy code effect right there. We're about to move back <laughs> on um, and talk about some bulls because guess what? This is some bull crap right here. Um, <laughs> Well, well, let me let me let, let's let's finish up. Let's put a cap on the Bears conversation real quick. And then we absolutely gonna get into this Bulls talk. Just kind of previewing the game tomorrow. Um, to but out here violating God codes and stuff. I can't believe. look. Hey, look. Hey, look. I didn't bring it up, but I'm definitely gonna press you on it when you bring the story up. Oh, um. Man. So so. What would you say is the position? And let us know into the chat. What would you say is the position that the Bears need most, just like Rex Grossman needed? Uh, what is the position that the Bears need most going into this season? Is it, and I'm not saying to save Matt Nagy's job, to save Ryan Pace's job, because as I've said, let me get Bear Downs in the chat. We'll be Bears fans long. We were Bears fans long before they got here. We'll be Bears fans long after. So what is the position that you believe the Bears need most moving forward with the idea in mind that this defense is aging? <laughs> new GM. <laughs> I said new ownership. <laughs> Yo, I love it. I love it. Oh. Hey, new ownership is the one. <laughs> Hey, now we got now we got everybody in there. I get second ownership. Shut yo, yo, no, yo, I, I get second ownership. Hey, listen, listen. I, I I second ownership. I second coach. I second at this point. I second GM because I I realize that my job. I know I, I might sound like I'm backtracking. Yeah, but I realize that I've defended Ryan Pace so hard against the firing because I knew we only have to. I know we can only fire one at a time. So I'm yeah. like, I fire Nagy, right? But realistically, the only reason we're in this situation where we have to bet half the team to get somebody is because of Ryan Pace. So look, shut up. Shut up. I, I ain't trying to hear it. I ain't trying to hear that. So with I that haven't said a word. 
I will, I will, I will but I've saw that. that we need new ownership and leadership. But anyway, um, I, I at this point is definitely- Damien adding a different wrinkle though, new president. Hmm. I'm still going, I'm still going uh new uh, QB though. Um we have to. We have to, they have to show that they at least tried. Yeah. Like honestly, if we go into this next season with Nick Foles, so let me it's ask you a wrap. Let me ask you this. Serious question. And I know we're gonna get the we're gonna get the Bulls too. Um if you, if it comes out end of the season or end end of the offseason, we we get to the draft, we don't get Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson, but you find out that Ryan Pace offered Khalil Mack, Cody Whitehair, and the picks that I laid out. Would you be upset that we didn't get the job done? No. I can't be. We can only present what we can present. Like, you can't force a team to say yes. Right. It has to be in their best interest as well. It also has to make sense financially for them. I right. can't say that. The fact that he was willing to do it lets me know that he was he swung for the fence and trying to clean up some stuff. I can respect the man from trying to uh, basically fix his mistake. I really can. Right. Um, I, I really can. But when you ignore it, though, that's when it's like, you know, when you take the um, – I don't want to use Bill in this sense, but like when you take the Belichick approach, like, hey, well, you the know, Belichick I know approach. Yeah, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I honestly, I'm like, yeah, I don't agree with that. Like, I, I, I really can't. But to know that we, he put it on a line, it was like, yo, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get this team to the, over the hump and into the, uh, the 21st century as far as our QB is concerned, because we haven't had a really good QB in a very long time. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't deny that. So. I would agree with you. Mm, I would I, no, I would. I I would agree with you because you have to. You can only offer, not even that you can only offer so much, but you can only all. You can only put something out there. They don't have to take it. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the thing that. And with look, Pace is probably on the phone every day. I'm pretty sure he is. He's probably sitting here at this point just like, hey, you guys want to go out to dinner later? We could yeah. uh, meet over a Zoom conference and, uh, you know, me and Matt. Could, oh, you don't want Matt there? Alrighty, Well, I could come over and, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's probably calling every day to try and get something done. But at the end of the day, how many times do we have to say he's not on the block? Yes. The Seahawks have said he not even that he's not on the block because there's a difference. Deshaun Watson's not on the block, but Deshaun has requested a trade. Russell Wilson has not requested a trade. Russell Wilson essentially did the equivalent of you got a bad girlfriend. But she acting like she too bad for you. So you go out and you just talk to somebody. You don't do nothing with them, but you talk to them just to let her know. Hey, yo, I got options. I got options, shorty. Don't play with me. Mm-hmm. You want essentially that's what he did over there. I mean, Russ could be taking the same approach that Dak did, trying to just play hardball to get mm-hmm. his, you know, not really demands, but really just the respect and 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 feedback that he wants. And essentially, I think that's what it is because I mean, while we were in on potentially getting Dak because we thought that was going in deep in our hearts, we knew that Dak wasn't going anywhere. Dallas was going to be the the team. I, I honestly never thought he was going to go anywhere. I'm be honest with you. I, I flirted with the idea just because obviously it's what we do. Uh, right. We have to we have to speak on it. Uh, but come on now, 
the only team that was going to really give him the money he was looking for is Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. That was right. Jerry got a lot of problems, but writing checks ain't one of them. And and that's how he keeps. (laughs) Hey, he, it's a reason he keep cutting them checks though. People think he's stupid. No, it's a reason he keep cutting them checks. That man gets paid by cutting them checks. Trust me. Um, but the only only situation I see working out for Russ is staying in Seattle. Long, if we're being honest, it's the only thing that makes sense. He has mm-hmm. too much going on there, right? Unless he's just that disgruntled with Pete Carroll. And so, if that's the case, then obviously, yeah. But we'll see. I honestly feel like we're going to get a lower tier QB. I really do. Now, I, I want I want to get his I want to get his shout out to I don't he probably not in here Chris Rosenthal, which. That sounds like an ESPN name, but I don't remember. I don't think it is. Um, but he he left this comment on my last video about uh, what's next for the Bears. Check that out after you get off of here if you haven't done so already. Um, trade Robinson to Baltimore for Orlando Brown. Lamar needs a top guy. Now, he went on to kind of detail what we could trade away to get, get Wilson into the building as well. But. Orlando Brown, a guy who wanted to play left tackle, who essentially said, trade me because you're not going to play me at left tackle. Now, again, another guy who Baltimore was literally just like, we're not trading you. We don't have to trade you. We're not trading you. But he is a guy who wants to play left tackle, who could solidify your offensive line issues. And I mean, because you think you're getting Cody White here, you're getting. Uh, uh, um, you're getting James uh, Daniels back. You add him into the mix, Orlando Brown Jr. You kind of got something with Sam Mustafer. Maybe there's something there that you like. Your offensive line could be solidified. Now, does that mean that um, your quarterback position is fixed? No, but if your quarterback position is fixed, what does it matter that you have Allen Robinson? Isn't fixed, I should say. Nick Foles with a good O-line is making the playoffs. Nick Foles with a good O-line is a better quarterback. I agree with you. So Muggs want to say Nick Foles sucks. I'm like, Nick Foles is is definitely not the quarterback I want running my team. But with a better O-line? And he throw dots. He can throw dots. He just ain't mobile. It's it's age though, too. It's like he can throw dots, but it's they they six yard dots. Oh, I saw him throw some nice twelve yarders. Like he got, he, he got <laughs> <laughs> you know, he can get it done. Sizzle, what's good? Like, I, listen, he can get it done. So, like, like I said, a good O line, like Matt, uh, Matt just Matt Nagy said it. <laughs> Matt, Matt Nagy, you son of a gun. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> the fact, man, listen, we got We got to talk, Matt. Uh, yeah, a good a good O line would make would make. Make him look good. I'm not saying he's gonna be all pro. I'm not gonna say he's gonna do all. But yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be better. And you know what? He and he and Nagy have that chemistry still, so yeah. they can sort some things out if he has a little more time in the pocket. But don't expect that man to run because he's not running. <laughs> okay? bro, he's not running to save his ugly. life. It's ugly. It's ugly. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real with you. Maybe it's because it's also why I don't want Alex Smith either. So, but that's a different story. No, I see this thing. Alex Smith can run. I don't want to see him. No. I don't want Alex Smith for one reason. If he get hit, every time Alex Smith get hit, I just, you cringe. oh, my God. Yeah, you cringe. Oh, my God. Get up. Get up. Okay, he's up. Oh, no, he got hit again. Oh, my. Every single time. 
Mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't want a season of that. <laughs> I do not want a season of that. But if you're gonna have a bridge guy, Alex Smith, not bad. If you can get him in here on a little money, I'm not gonna lie. If he's teaching somebody, if he's making it, but bro, please don't. <laughs> please don't. All um, I'm saying is, Jameis Winston ain't been signed yet. <laughs> I'm still going for Jameis Winston. I don't care what nobody say. I'm standing 10 toes down on the fact that Jameis could get a job. Jameis Winston with Nick Foles behind him, helping him understand the position and move forward after a season of Drew Brees? I'm not mad at it. And I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Being behind Drew Brees and the last time he had a full season through nearly 5,000 yards. No, he didn't throw nearly. He threw 5,000 yards. You better move on. Hey, listen. We do gotta talk. I, I like how mugs do that and be like, we I understand he threw 33 interceptions, but we're not talking about that. And it's like it's really 30 what? interceptions and 33 TDs. My bad, I flipped it. it, it but still, we, we gotta now, talk. Yeah, you gotta put respect on his name. That's all hey, I'm hey, look, hey, look, but we gotta talk about that. <laughs> you can't you can't <laughs> skim over that. We we gotta talk about that. Hey, uh, listen. Mitch we had the chance to go way longer, TVs. but listen, this is YouTube, so we can keep going for about uh, five, ten minutes. So I ain't worried about it. Um, hey, Mitch, listen. Mitch had a chance to throw thirty-three TDs. He didn't get it done. He definitely almost threw thirty picks, though. If we let him, so <laughs> bro, that's why I'm not trying to. Hear let's that. be real. Let's be real. Mitch's numbers are wild because when you go back and look at his actual tape, the amount of interceptions that people literally just dropped. Is wild. It's wild. Like you legitimately got to be like, yo, he could have thrown three picks in this game alone. And mugs always be like, well, great quarterbacks throw picks too, or they make plays that fall out of people's hands. Yeah, they do. But you know what they uh, uh, offset that with? Forty interceptions or forty touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. So, so very different. Very different. Very you know what? I kind of figured we was going to go longer than an hour because so, we finally get into the Bulls at this point. Right? You know uh, what I'm saying? Hey, um, listen, let's let me, let me let's get into a little quick. bit of Bulls talk before we get out of here. Just previewing this game in Philly. Like like we said, game of the week is Friday uh, because uh, y'all know Stefan the Dine, Miami Heat fan. We got to give him a little bit of – we got to give him a little bit. Plus, there's the Jimmy Butler versus Zach Levine connection. But – Bulls are playing Philly tomorrow. Philly still dealing with the COVID issues, um, which is wild because Joel and B was tweeting during the entire All-Star game talking about uh, <laughs> what the man said. He said, uh, all, all I see out there is fresh fades, but I'm the one to get COVID-19. I was dead, bro. <laughs> hey. No. I was dead. And 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 he doesn't have it. He was just he was being facetious. Uh he he essentially they 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 picked him and Ben Simmons off for contact tracing um due to the fact that their barber ended up testing positive. So you're going into a Bulls game where listen, last time you played in B 50. And uh I don't think in, I don't think Wendell is stopping that. But thank God we got Bulls basketball back. But what do you see for this Bulls game tomorrow versus the Philadelphia 76ers? First off, I know we ain't going to jump all the way into, you know, Bulls and I'll be trying to ride out. But check this out. Uh, just dropped a video on what I think the Bulls should be doing 
because uh, I honestly think we should be players. Listen, I think we should be taking the Bears approach. I have my own reasons for it. Um, I know that we feel good that we are actually somewhat sniffing a playoff role, but guess what? It's a lot of a lot of stuff fell into place for us to be in this position. Y'all can uh, check that video out on the community tab as well. A lot of a lot of a lot of stuff fell into place for us to be in a position to be middle of the road still. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, that's all I got to say in regards to that. Y'all go check that out. Um, what do I got? I mean, obviously, I got a Chicago dub if they don't have two of their star players. I got a Chicago dub. You know, you we listen without Embiid, without Ben. Who I mean, Tobias. Yeah, I think we got that one. I got that. That whole offense revolves around those two. So at this point, I'm I'm good with that. Uh, if Tobias can drop 50, Matt, guess what? I don't think he will. Call J. Cole up. I don't care what you want to do. But mm-hmm. Tobias doesn't <laughs> Tobias doesn't scare me to say, oh, yeah, Tobias is getting 50. That that If Tobias gets 50, you know what that means? That means a lot of other people didn't touch the ball. I'm just not. I'm... Tobias ain't getting 50 on the man P. Will. Let's, hey, let's not disrespect P. Will like that. Tobias, oh, let's, hey, no, Tobias was taking P. Will to school though. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> Tobias was taking a rook to school last time they played. The last he, game was P. Will know, on him. P. Will was on him and took it personal. And I, was I gotta like, say, I, and I took it personally. Took, you put a on me, it was like it three personal. possessions, and I called it. I was like, yeah, he about to make this a game, and took it right at the rook and got buckets. And I was like, okay, all right, can't 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 this day code like that. But uh, no, I, I expect if we're healthy, we're gonna have a. a he dub. told the rook, "You ain't never been here before, no." <laughs> it's after. <laughs> I see you. I see you. Uh, it is after the All Star game, and so uh, Lori Markin is actually returning. Is that confirmed yet? I know we're supposed. I heard Lori's supposed to be back. Um, P. Will is also supposed to be, or not P. Will. I'm sorry. Uh, Otto Porter is also supposed to be back. Um, but I haven't seen a confirmed message on that. Go ahead. You mean the expensive bench player is supposed to be back? I'm glad you said bench because I was like, he's six seven. Look, if 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 he if he pull up on you, I can't help. Too much. <laughs> but, yes, uh, in a sense, yes. Uh, I want to see this here. Hold on. P. Will. Ooh. Hey, look. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, last time they played, because I did want to pull this up as well, Tobias Harris, 22-12-7. And, and P. Will played 31 minutes. So my man was cooking him. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> my man was cooking him. I saw you have never been here before. Him. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, the crazy thing is, I'm happy Larry's back because he's back just enough to to go ahead, put up some stats, so we can trade him. So let me let me ask you this. I heard a um, Matt Nagy. What are you talking about, dog? <laughs> I heard a uh, for everybody that's listening on audio, by the way, if you missed if you didn't catch the whole thing, we do post this on iTunes, Spotify, all that good stuff. I think we on Audible too. Audible, we on there as well. Um, breaking Luke Cornette personal issues involved getting jumped at 63rd after going three or four from the three against the Nuggets. Hey, yo, that's not facts, but that's funny. Um, <laughs> that's funny. This was a shot or no shot on the show. Cap and Jay Hood uh, on ESPN 1000. Y'all check it out. Shot or no shot. The Bulls are better without Laurie Markkinen. Essentially, let, let's let's bring it to our show. Cap or no cap? 
The Bulls are better without Larry Markkinen. They've definitely won more games without him in the lineup. For them to have won won more games and still have a losing record, I'm going to say cap. We still have a losing record. We're still under five. We started the season mad ugly, though. Mad ugly. Like, we started the season getting – hey, look, hey, look. Remember them early lives, bro. Yeah. We we wasn't sitting here calling Zach Levine last-second shots. We were sitting here like – What are we going to talk about for, for, for the next half of basketball? Because we down 30. Hey, listen, Laurie is a guarantee. At this point, he's a guaranteed 18 points on a semi-consistent basis. Facts. That's what the stats show. I would, say, I would say 18 is a minimum. I, I, I would say that. I would agree with that. So, no, nah, I, I say I say it's cap. I just honestly think that Billy had a chance to get the team in gear. Mm-hmm. And Laurie, you know, kind of missed that being injured for the last two to four weeks because that's really when we were already picking up our stride. But let's not forget, my man had some nice third, back-to-back 30-point games and was was doing some things and was actually showing some growth. Uh, I like his progression and his, his potential more than I like Wendell's. And so I'm in I'm in on Laurie. Mm-hmm. Like, I, Laurie, Laurie, however you pronounce it. I'm in on yeah, him. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm in on question. him because he can do more for me. <sighs> I'll I'll ask this, and then we we, we are going to wrap up, y'all. And I agree with you. I want you to know I agree with you because Lowry is a, if nothing else, he's 20 and 4, 20 and 5. 20 and 5. He's 20 and 7. This season, 20 and 7? I think so. Hold on. let Let me check. Let me check. Let me check. But go ahead and ask your question. I'll pull it up. My question to you is, is Wendell out of position so much that it's causing him to not play up to his potential? Because the thing that I have looked into is how does Wendell play against undersized centers? Like you would kind of count him as himself being a 6'10 center, not really undersized, but and those are Wendell's better games. I mean, so is is he so far out of position that we're missing the value that could be him? Granted, both players are mad injury pro. Um, I'm gonna answer your question about Laurie real quick. Nineteen six at fifty one percent shooting from the field. Mm, I'm. And he, okay. listen, the fifty one percent means a lot because he shoots yeah. from the three. He he's, he has an inside out game, so it's like. You know, for the uh, developing inside-out game, Wendell yeah, doesn't yeah. stress the like that. But I can't say do it. to answer your question. Wendell is out of position, though. He's not a five. He's not a okay. five at all. The the wingspan doesn't add anything to that because I I want much to understand six ten two seventy seven six wingspan seven six. Dog, think about how how that, he's got Yao Ming's body as his wingspan, and he gave us a game with four rebounds. Yeah, yeah, and and really, it's crazy because he's only averaging seven. seven let's give him eight. I, I hate when they do the seven point eight rebounds, but he's averaging eight rebounds a game. That's two Wendell more. Than Wendell is or Lowry. Wendell. That's really? two more than Lowry. Really. 
Hey, listen. How many offensive? Uh, I have to get that stat for you. Hold on. Because that I, that surprises me. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, this season, offensively, two. Uh, okay. Defensively, six. Rounding up. Okay. Eight rebounds again. I I'm hey, gonna be last real season with you. he was averaging uh, he was averaging nine point four. I'm gonna be real with you. I'd have never thought that. I'm, I'm gonna be real. I never would have thought that based on the eye test. I never would have thought that. The reason why I don't get so excited about those type of stats anymore, like at least rebounds is concerned, is just because we have more possessions now because the game is faster. And so if the game is faster, you have more possession, you have more opportunity to get a rebound. That's actually been broken down scientifically by a couple of uh, people on YouTube. Y'all go check their channel out. Uh, I, I find the link somewhere and post it in the comments. Uh, but like I, I, I and I'm, I'm a numbers guy, so I fan out over stuff like that. Like, like there's a reason why numbers are inflated right now. And they really are inflated. We have, we have more possessions. The, the average shot is a three-point shot, which means that you have now more people taking threes, more people hit practicing threes, more people hitting threes at a higher clip, which means that they're scoring more points, which means that points per game is going up. Right. Uh, you know, stuff like scoring leaders is going up. We have more people over 20 points uh, per game than we ever had before in the league. And right. we're not just talking about all-stars. You know, we're talking about some, some like, like, listen, Laurie is averaging nearly 20 points a game. True. By the way we talk about him, you'd be like, yeah, you know, like, but he's averaging nearly 20 points a game. Facts. So, I mean, it just goes to show you how the game has changed. So, like, for, but his impact, the impact he has on the game, as far as mm-hmm. going back to Wendell, we don't feel his imprint on the game as much as we do, like a Joel, like a Vucevic, Vucevic, um, heck, Hey, I'm struggling with that one. Sabonis, you know, like I, I think Sabonis is kind of undersized. I think they're about the same size. Um, like we don't feel his his fingerprints on it. Christian Wood, Christian Wood makes himself known. Jeremy Grant right now is even balling, and he I think he's a four, three, bro, or four, bro. Jeremy Grant is sleeping. MIP. Do, do me a favor, do me a favor, Mister Numbers, before we get up out of here, and we and we appreciate y'all for sticking with us, staying tuned with us. Do me a favor though. I want you to look up. Jeremy Grant's points per game for his career. And look at the jump this man, Jeremy Grant, has put on. This man, the the Oklahoma City Thunder, Billy Donovan, did not think he was a star. The Detroit Pistons essentially brought him in to be defense and rebounding. My man's getting buckets. Uh, So, listen, he came into – he was at Denver averaging 12. He – 12 points a game. Yep. Uh, last season at OKC, he was doing 13 points a game. Yep. Um, for his career, he was only averaging 10 points a game. Yep. His first year in Detroit, 33 games, nice little sample size, 23.4 points a game. Bro. And doing it at a really efficient clip, too. Uh, hey, look, I love Zach. Ain't no way he getting MIP. Oh, no. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. That, no. What he's doing over there? That's wild. Unfortunately, That's wild. Unfortunately, I hope he stays healthy. But but he's a but here's the thing. Jeremy is a uh, is a four is a, a stretch three, right? He's a no. stretch three. And Jer- Jeremy's what? Jeremy's six ten. Is he not? Six eight. Six eight. Okay. Yeah, essentially. And so, it, honestly, this all goes back to the simple fact that yeah, Wendell is out of position. 
Wendell's a Wendell's a great person he to put alongside someone. He ain't that though. <laughs> hey look, hey look, hey look. And Wendell was playing Jeremy Grant a lot in that game. Hey, hey, when you get your career high dropped on you, now granted, we, we got to put Zach in there. We got to put P-Will in there. A lot of people got dropped off that game. <laughs> yeah. I think if he doesn't win it, though, I think uh, Christian Wood will because Christian Wood also, coming from Detroit, averaged 13 points a game, only averaging 11 for his career, jumps up to 22 points a game, but he has a higher shooting percentage and takes less shots than Jeremy Crane. Christian Wood going to win based off the girlfriend story he just dropped. You didn't hear that one? Did you hear that one? No, I heard it. I heard oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah. He, he he went, went, he, for, those, for those of y'all who didn't hear it, essentially, uh, he didn't get drafted. He dropped his girlfriend off at the airport and never heard from her again. Yeah. Not a man's who. Salty. Who's more salty? Christian Wood's girlfriend or the girl or, or the dude that didn't date Beyonce or that broke up with Beyonce? Christian Wood's girlfriend because the dude that didn't date Beyonce. He probably wouldn't have made it long term anyway. Okay. I get Listen, that. I know what they say that Beyonce is like, that's a whole different story, but let, let's be honest. She's a lot of she's a little older than they keep saying that she is. Yeah. So so like But hey, if you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. Or whatever. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Hey, we appreciate uh, y'all for rocking with us, man. Kid, as always. My boy. Coming with a strong content. Um, make sure that y'all check out the podcast on all DSPs. We're going to do a little something different this week. We're probably going to try and drop a couple videos this week. So if you got here late, if you got here for a little bit of late content, we're going to break it up a little bit so that we drop those videos throughout the week as well. Um, y'all stay tuned with us, man. We got a lot of stuff coming for y'all. Make sure y'all check out Kid's video over in the community tab and on his own channel, P Kid. If you can't find that by just searching it on YouTube, check it out in the uh, Windy City, the Windy City. Breeze YouTube page. He's right at the top. He's actually the first person on the page. So shout out to him I doing big special. Hey, bro. Hey, hey, hey. You, you already shout know how we do you. over here. I just added. Yeah, I'm only drinking water, but shout out to you. Hey, look, <laughs> I'm glad you're only drinking water because. I'm drinking whoever's sponsoring. Um, <laughs> no, we really appreciate y'all for tuning in with us. Uh, follow P Kid on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, one P Kid on Twitter. Um, P Kid one on Instagram, I believe. Hey, listen, just follow the YouTube channel. We are gonna get the rest of going. <laughs> follow everything. Follow, follow everything. <laughs> follow your boy at Pat the Designer on all DSPs. Um, listen, anything else you got to drop to him, kid? Man, listen, I'm actually going to be trying to get these this club content together. I am at a loss for a couple moves that we made, but... What? They went in spring training. They went in spring training. I don't know what's going to happen. Listen, I, I'm at... It feels like 2015, like my pop... My pop said it feels like 2015. I remember the team then. It does feel like 2015. Yeah. Let, let's give so. a quick shout-out. Shout-out Mike Nice. Shout-out Marcus Couch. Shout-out uh, Dark Souls... Um, man, you got to come up with a better name than that, brother. Um, probably a Twitcher though. I'm gonna check out your channel. Actually, shout out Ray, Ray Gian, Ray Gian. Um, we appreciate y'all for tuning in, man. It is your boy Pat the Designer. As always, back at it again. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. You know we got content coming y'all way. Peace.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 